Praise the Lord. I'm back, y'all. This is Apostle Pamela Witcher, the God Faith Deliverance Ministry International. To God be the glory. Let's pray. Gracious Father, Lord, I thank you. I give you praise, glory, and honor for you alone are worthy. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the sand, God, you're the same God yesterday, today, and forevermore. God, in you, God, we move and breathe and have our being. Lord, we thank you, Lord God, for this beautiful day. We thank you, Lord God, for your goodness and your mercy. We thank you, Lord God, for all you've done. In Jesus' name, amen. This is a Jesus Lord podcast. It's Let's not talk about it, let's be about it, brothers and sisters. Uh, we've talked enough, but it's time to put it in action. Uh, we can say that we are truly men and women of God without showing any other characters here on earth. Love is action. Love is going back to your brother when you have done wrong and saying that you're sorry. Love is when you've stolen from your brother, going back and making it right with your brother. Love is action, brothers and sisters. John is God is expecting of us, from us to be able to exemplify the ministry of Christ here on earth. What is my goal? Bring a world back to God, Elohim, and to see the demonstration of the status of his kingdom on earth. Scripture, John 15 and 13. No greater love than this, than a man laid down his life for his friends. Truly, brothers and sisters, this hour is very dangerous times. God is exposing everything that can be exposed. Everything has been shaken. Brothers and sisters, what's really true in our heart, what we really mean, God is exposing it you know, um, to one another and around the world, brothers and sisters. And brothers and sisters, we're in an hour where um, we can't play with God. Time is short. Um, he's showing the very characters that is um, inside of a person. He's showing the heart of a person, brothers and sisters. And the Lord knows the heart. Man doesn't know, but God knows our heart, brothers and sisters. Um, we're talking about the mind. God is telling us to keep our mind stayed on him. Brothers and sisters, I'm coming from Titus chapter 1 and verse 15. Unto pure, unto the pure, all things are pure, but unto them that are defiled and unbelieving is nothing pure, but even their mind and conscience is defiled. Brothers and sisters, this is the word of God. Um, Let me read what the bottom of my Bible say. Some teachers were obsessed with distinctions between pure and impure foods, teaching that proper observance in these things was essential for true righteousness. They ignored true moral character, inward purity, and outward righteousness. Paul emphasized that if a person's moral condition is pure, they dis then distinction between pure and impure foods has no moral meaning for him or her. Paul is not referring to things or actions that are morally wrong, but the ceremony of purity. So God is um, God is looking at this time. He's looking at each and every man's heart. You know, brothers and sisters, I think about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit. You know, on the day of Pentecost, I was not there, but I remember um even in and it talks about acts and 120 you have to access a wide 120 that's not a big number that's a small number because people did not make themselves ready and when the spirit when god was ready to pour his spirit out from heaven down to earth then that means that 
there has to be um, a surrender from that person of the people and that they have to um, allow God to work in them and to clean us up. And so therefore, everybody did not receive the outpouring. Um, 120. Some people speak in tongues today. Some people don't. You know, all that is in the hand of God. But God knows the heart of every man. And believe me, brothers and sisters, things that people are holding on to in their hearts that they have not let go of, that God only God knows. Because um, when God talks about his outpouring, he's talking about his spirit. And therefore, um, in order for us to be in order for us to receive it, we have to be ready. We have to be sincere. And there has to be an inward work, you know, that the Holy Spirit um, does. But it has to be um, according to us surrendering to the work of the Holy Spirit, you know, in this hour. And then you think about when the Lord says he's going to pour out his spirit um, upon all flesh. He's talking about those ones also who made this up ready. Everybody that's in earth today, 7 billion people. We know that they're not going to receive, everybody's not going to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Some people have not have not made up their mind to go all the way with the Lord, and the Lord already knew that. That's why it talks about in Revelations, a third of the people um, pretty much being destroyed, whether it be by famine, whether it be by um, desolation, whether it be by war, whether it be by plagues. You know, the Lord knew um, what was going to take place before we do. Brothers and sisters, let's go to 1 Peter chapter 5. 1 Peter chapter 5. And um, let's see here. Chapter 5 and verse 2. Feed the flock of God which is among you taking the oversight thereof, not by restraint, but willingly, not for filthy lucre, but of a ready mind. So the Lord has already been against um, false prophets and false teachers um, preaching filthy lucre, prosperity in the church. It, it speaks of it in the Bible. It's here in the Bible in 1 Peter chapter 5 and verse 2. So the church leaders must be aware of two dangerous sins. And it is a sin, brothers and sisters. That's why I said many are called, but few are chosen. There was 120 in the upper room, all of them. Um, and I remember, too, in the revival of the Lord, I remember then uh, when um, we all had the opportunity to uh, be a part of the revival of the Lord, the outpouring of God's spirit, the love of God um, coming in the midst of the church. Um, I remember that the ones that uh, would come to church, there was attendees to church. They would come and they would, um, like I said, would look like everybody else and who knows what they were doing on the outside. But God knew. And the man of God, God spoke through the man of God, the prophet of God. And there again, we have a prophet, you know, God is using um, to lead the way through Jesus Christ. But the man of God, he, um, God exposed these people and, and, and warned them about the sins that were, you know, hidden in their closet that the Lord knew. And so the people were, some of the people in the church at the time was, were praying for the man of God, the prophet of God to lead the church. That's how evil 
like I said, some people are in their hearts, but that's why I said God knows their heart. So don't be just de- don't be deceived, brothers. He's thinking that brothers and sisters thinking that everybody is um, going to receive the outpouring of baptism. Don't be deceived. Thinking everybody's going to heaven. Some people have already sold their soul to the devil. Some people have already taken the virus, the the chip, brothers and sisters, and God has given instruction. God never does um, anything without um, warning us beforehand. So whether we receive it or we don't receive it, there's consequence for everything we do. So what happened was the people, when we, when before God pulled his, poured his spirit out, you know, in the church, the people left. The people were not able to stay there. They were not able to be a part of the revival of the Lord. They were not able to be a part of that uh, congregation anymore. Why? Because their heart was not um, clean. They were impure. And only the Lord knew that. And so that lets you know that um, how serious this is. That lets you know that God goes deep, deep, deep inside, deep inside of our hearts, deep inside of us. And he will show us, he will show us our sins, our mistakes and our faults. And it's up to us to repent and allow God to deal with us. Not just repenting, but it's allowing God and the Holy Spirit to do a work in us brothers and sisters, and if we continue to do the same thing over and over, there's no deliverance there. There's been no deliverance. Let me read what my uh, Bible said. Church leaders must not must be aware of the two dangerous sins. The desire for money, brothers and sisters, some have already made the money. Some of them are still in the pulpit, and that's why you got to look at the works. It's about the fruit of the person. You see what they have done, the prosperity preachers. The New Testament standard for those who oversee God's work is received is to receive adequate support from the church and to contend with basic and necessary provisions for themselves and their families. No minister ought to make himself rich from God's work. Those who fall victim to this temptation open themselves up to sin of greed, compromise and theft for the sake of money, they compromise God's word, righteous standards, and kingdom principle. So therefore, they have already compromised, brothers and sisters. Some of them have already gotten their rewards. Like I said, they had different ceremonies here in earth, you know, and certain, um, you know, states and stuff where men and women, pastors, leaders, fivefold ministry have received certificates and awards for work that they may have done in the community. And that's not of God. And I truly believe they were never sent of God in the first place because if I know better, you know, and I read the word of God, they know as well. But their hearts was never, brothers and sisters, in the right place where they fell from grace. The desire for power, those greedy for power will dominate those who, who they are to serve by excessively using their authority. Instead, the pastors must lead the church by being an example to the flock in devotion to Christ's humble service preservation and righteousness, steadfastness in prayer, and love for the word. That's why when the world comes in and try to choke, choke the word of God through, whether it be COVID-19, a virus, or whatever is concerning healing, that's when the man and woman of God, those ones that are other fivefold ministry, we should be the first ones in the front line speaking up against um, um, having looking for an antidote, but trusting and believing in God, waiting on God to for his healing, because that's the way God has healed, you know, the one with the issue of blood and throughout history. God has healed people throughout the Bible for reasons as such, so that we would have an, uh, examples here on earth how to wait on God and how the testimony and the glory gets, is given back to God. We wait on, for, wait on him for our healing, brothers and sisters. 
um, we take the shortcut and we find ourselves in consequences that is going to um, arise in our life. And God is not pleased. God is not pleased when we, um, when he's not surprised when we do the things that we do, because God said that straight and narrow is the gate, is the way, and very few will find it, brothers and sisters. It would take all that you have. I remember somebody telling me, don't take all that. I remember that uh, like it was yesterday. And truly, the Lord spoke to me and said, it does. It takes all of that and more, brothers and sisters. So don't be deceived. God is not mocked. Whatever man soweth, that he shall reap. In Jesus' name, amen.